Welcome to the Timely Drops of Wisdom podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Carmen, founder of Resourced Apothecary, where we are asking you to rethink how you refill your cup. Resourced Apothecary offers sustainable practices and products to help you deepen your connection to yourself, your community, and to Mother Nature. Here in this podcast, I'm sharing the plant spirit medicine I receive from the plants and the land. The plants share their wisdom through messages and actual medicines. We'll discuss both in detail. In addition, I provide sound healing and guided meditation to help you connect in with the plants in your unique way. And I offer suggestions for integrating all of this into your life with rituals and practices that are both manageable and powerful. I'm thankful you're here. Let's get into today's topic. Hello, dear listener. Today, I'd like to share with you the messages of sunstone. I say that in the plural because I've been working with sunstone for a while and have had several different exchanges. The following are a couple that I feel are very in line with the solar plexus chakra. Enjoy. This is a journal entry from January 22nd, 2021. Last night, I decided to journey with sunstone. I started out by riding in a boat to the fiery center of the earth. There, a little fire sprite jumped in my boat. It was cute and small and generally had a cheery energy. This little sprite introduced itself as the spirit of sunstone. When I expressed surprise at how little and cute it was, it ignited and turned into a giant fire in front of my eyes. Then it turned back into a single flame and told me not to judge. It has an expansive presence and can show up in any form it chooses. I asked if there was anything it wanted to tell me. He told me that humans amaze him at our misunderstanding of our size. He thought it was unfortunate that so many of us restrict our presence to fit within our bodies. We are so much more fluid than crystals, yet so far behind in the understanding of the amount of room our souls can take up. He told me it was such a waste to shrink, to fit in this body all the time. I acknowledged the feeling of taking up more space than my body, but of associating it with negative emotions. My whole life, I've been told that when I'm upset, my energy envelops everything. Sunstone reminded me that when I'm joyful, 
my energy envelops everything too. And I don't need to wait for or expect praise for that. Nobody is going to stop having a good time and thank me for my energy. Kind of harsh truth, but delivered like a warm hug. I talked with Sunstone about how I took the day to be lazy and sit around, but that I actually did still accomplish things like laundry and blending an aromatherapy oil for a client and taking care of Ophelia, etc. Sunstone stopped me and said, All I am hearing is how you failed at being lazy, how you failed to fully commit to taking the day off. That blew my mind. Again, harsh words, but what I felt was acceptance. Sunstone was showing me that I didn't need to prove my worth. I felt so warm and loved. Sunstone came back in again on April 30th, 2021, and here's what I wrote. I so love when Sunstone shares his wisdom with me. He came to me as this small flame. I asked if he was making himself small for me because it was comforting. He said yes. I worried that he was in some way shutting part of himself down to be that small, and he said no. Every bit of him is 100% him. So he could come as one molecule and still carry his whole power. The damage would happen if he tried to compartmentalize himself or show up as only some aspect of himself rather than his entirety. These exchanges really anchored in the reality of a balanced solar plexus for me. In the sacral chakra, we have met our truth. We have cultivated our creativity. We explore our likes, wants, needs. We understand the nuances of the I am from the first chakra. In the solar plexus, We let all that detail shine out into the world. That specific grouping of traits that makes you, you. It's time to share that. Personally, here is where I've run into trouble pretty much my whole life. I know who I am, what I like, and how I like to create. Things get jumbled up when I go to shine that out into the world. Maybe it's because I'm a female. Maybe it's because I'm Southern. Maybe it's because I'm an empath. Maybe it's just a simple mix-up. You see, when I go to shine, I stop myself. I edit. I edit what shines out based on what I think those around me will respond best to. I don't want to be too much or too woo-woo or too eccentric or too granola. The list goes on. So I just pick and choose which parts of me shine so that I will match those around me a little better. No harm done, right? It's still me they're seeing. I'm not inventing anything new. I'm just editing 
Now, dear listener, my guess is you're a lot smarter than me and can see this is a problem. But it took Sunstone coming to me and lots of deep inner work to realize that this editing process is absolutely not okay. Compartmentalizing myself is cutting me off from flow. It is stifling the life force energy that moves through me. And what's worse, I'm denying myself a chance to authentically connect to the people around me. I'm setting up an exhausting web of half-truths that will only get harder to maintain. Do you ever do anything like this? Do you edit how you show up in certain spaces or with certain people? I think it starts innocently enough. We absolutely act differently in the boardroom than we do in the nightclub. That's smart. So then how do we know when we are compartmentalizing in a way that isn't healthy for our spirits? Well, as with most things, if we get still enough to listen to our bodies, they will tell us. Especially the solar plexus area. This is literally the place of gut feelings. We all know those knots in our stomach that signify dread. We also know the butterflies that signify excitement. Sometimes it can be hard to read all the messages coming from this area of the body. This is where Sunstone really helped me out. He showed me that I can absolutely decide the magnitude of my presence. Sometimes a small flame is all that's needed. Sometimes, probably more than I allow, a great big fire is called for. The trouble comes when I pick and choose which parts of me to let show. There is no merit in hiding certain aspects of you. But what if they don't like me? I know, I know. It's so hard to accept that it is not our job to make everyone like us. It isn't even our job to make those around us comfortable. It is our job to be who we are. And if you are like me and truly do not understand how one does that and functions in society, I feel you. We're going to pull from that second chakra here. We're going to make sure that we are acknowledging and accepting all the parts of ourselves, all those wonderful quirks that make you, you. They are valuable. The action here is not to go around being a roaring fire when a smaller flame is called for. The action is to take time to accept the parts of you that you try to snuff out in certain situations. That's it. But that's not a little it. 
at all, is it? Okay, here's an example. You know, I am working to grow my business. I've talked about finding myself in settings that I have felt required me to downplay the spiritual or woo-woo aspects of myself and my business in order to connect with these normies I'm collaborating with. Here's the perfect illustration of me doing it wrong. I've been compartmentalizing, showcasing my aptitude for business and my ability to analyze the data and look at the bottom line, blah, blah, blah. What I've been doing is cutting off part of me. I didn't think those people would react well to the garden fairy, intuitive channel, earth mother part of me. I didn't give them a chance. That's not fair to any of us. I can be all of these things at once. I am all of these things at once. To go back to a very prevalent theme of this podcast, my capacity to hold many seemingly different truths at once is so important when it comes to showing up fully. We learned this in the sacral chakra, right? Marigold taught us, right? Embrace your glory. Well, now in the solar plexus, we can shine out that glory. Don't edit. Don't deprive others of the entirety of you. Don't deprive yourself of the gift of shining. Don't create more work and stress for yourself by trying to craft the right version of you for every situation you're in. This feels like a lot. This feels reckless. It's not. It's real. But let me be clear here. I'm not saying you need to take big, outrageous actions. This all starts inside. Examine all the parts of you. I'm not saying blindly accept all the things you wish you could change. We talked about that with Marigold. You can change. Your values can shift. Your identity can shift. The key here is to make these changes because you feel they are necessary. And when you make these changes, is this how you are showing up all the time with everyone or just some of the time with certain people? No judgment from me. It is something I am actively looking at in my own life. Let's work on it together. Sunstone will help. The magnitude of the flame can be adjusted. The elemental nature, though. Let's let that all shine out. I have a few offerings with sunstone coming, but they are still in the works. So stay tuned for those. While we are shining it all out, 
I want to invite you to participate in my May Flower Oracle Card Reading. For the month of May, I'm offering this lovely intuitive reading. I'm showing up fully as someone who offers intuitive oracle card readings. I enjoy that so much. And instead of just trying to focus on coming to you as someone who creates herbal products or who channels with the plants and now the crystals, I am going to come to you as the entirety of my being. In this reading, we'll explore where you can stop and smell the flowers, what's blossoming for you right now, what to weed, what to water, and seeds to sow. You'll sign up on my website by clicking on the May Flower product offering. You'll choose which oracle deck you want me to work with. Don't overthink this part. Let your intuition guide you. Which one are you called to? And you'll check out. I will then tune into your energy to do the reading. In one to three business days, you'll receive an email with pictures of the cards I drew and the associated messages for each card. I will send an audio file so that you can hear the message and a text file so you can read it. There is a link in the description of this episode that will take you right there. May every single one of the offerings from Resourced Apothecary and each episode of this podcast serve your very highest good. Big love, my friend.